Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast with me, Caroline Foran. If you listen to the series all the time, you will know that I'm currently in between season two and season three, but with all that's going on right now with the coronavirus and the lockdowns, and with our collective anxiety at an all-time high, I thought it was very necessary to share a short episode that I really hope will give you some reassurance, comfort, and practical coping skills. To begin, let's take a few deep breaths. Inhale through the nose over a count of four. Hold at the top for a count of four. Then slowly release the breath through your mouth over a count of eight. Pause at the end of the breath before repeating it. I'm going to do it now myself. So inhale. Holding. And then slow release through the mouth. This alone will bring down the cortisol in your body and regulate your stress response. And this is all you ever have to do to anchor yourself to your breath. So do that as many times as you want if you want to hit pause and then come right back to me. Right now, as we are in the midst of something we've never before experienced, it's really hard to know what the right thing to do is. The measures we're taking here in Ireland might seem drastic and anxiety-inducing, but they're worth following so that we keep this thing from escalating beyond our health system's ability to cope. And that's the most important thing. In other countries where you might be listening, your government might not yet have taken such drastic measures. I think here we're probably just short of total lockdown, but you can exercise personal caution and social distancing on your own terms. The thing about social distancing is that it's necessary right now, but it's not forever. We need to do this now so that we can go back to our normal routines sooner than if we took a more lax approach at this point. It might seem hysterical, but it's very necessary. For me, the fears around the virus itself aren't the biggest anxiety trigger, despite the fact that I'm pregnant. I'm far more concerned about my parents and their generation, the elderly community, and it's for those most affected and most vulnerable that we have to take these precautions, even though we might be thinking, oh, you know, I could handle it, I'm resilient, I'll take my chances. Just don't. For me, the anxiety I'm feeling really comes from the discourse that surrounds it. 
the news, the constant notifications, the uncertainty, the updates, the WhatsApp groups pinging off every few minutes, and the social media content that just never stops. So here's my advice. As we're encouraged to practice social distancing, and most of us are doing that, we're simultaneously going overboard on our devices. I think we need to practice digital distancing too, if we're to help ourselves remain calm throughout this situation. I would go so far as to mute your WhatsApp groups and check in on them when you feel the need, so that the phone isn't constantly buzzing. The constant picking up and the pinging of your phone, whether it's BBC news notifications or WhatsApps or anything like that, is just only adding to the anxiety. I get that we all want comfort from each other, but the panic within WhatsApp groups and across social media can sometimes serve only to enhance the panic, and there's nothing we can really achieve through that kind of conversation. I've turned off my news and social media notifications. I had been checking in on the BBC every few hours, first thing in the morning, last thing at night. It was affecting my sleep and it was doing me no favours. I now check in once a day at the most, or I ask Barry, my husband, to keep me up to date on a need-to-know basis only. He's pretty happy to read through the news um, without it sending him into an anxious spiral. I mean, whatever works for him. But for me, I definitely noticed that after a while, the news was fueling my anxiety. This is relevant right now, but it's kind of relevant whenever you're having an anxious wave, and that is to make your world temporarily a little bit smaller. So more micro, less macro, especially while we're going through this. And we can do that by setting boundaries for ourselves, particularly with our phone. I've also taken to turning off my phone in the evenings after working hours, just so I can give myself a break from the constant picking up of it, which alone, you know, whatever you're consuming on the phone, that constant picking up and checking and turning it on is is just stimulating your already overstimulated mind. It's also really important to say that if you're feeling panicked right now, that's completely understandable and okay. As I always say, trying not to feel panicked will only make you panic more. So allow for yourself to feel this way. Be compassionate with yourself about the fact that this is a very anxious time for everyone. Maybe you're feeling it more than someone else. It doesn't matter. We all feel things in different ways. It makes a lot of sense. So allow for the fact that you're likely feeling it more, accept it, and then you can put in place coping mechanisms that you know will make it more manageable. Shortness of breath and a tight chest are symptoms of the virus, but they're also very common symptoms of acute anxiety. So I think it's really important to take this time to start practicing connecting with your breath, getting familiar with it and doing it regularly. If you get familiar with the simple breathing exercise that we did at the top of this episode and you do it really often and you do it when you feel okay, you'll find it far easier to draw on it and for it to be more effective when you find yourself in a more acute, anxious moment. Beyond these very simple measures, I think it also helps to take all of the energy you've been devoting to news and social media and WhatsApp and redirect it towards something else. Pouring your energy into the news and the constant updates is not getting you anywhere. It just keeps you on that cortisol-inducing treadmill. So think about what else you could do to divert your focus. Are there books that you've been meaning to read that you could set yourself a challenge with? If you turned off your phone in the evenings, how many books could you get through in a two-week period? What life admin have you been putting off? Even something as simple as sorting through your underwear drawer will be a good way to get mindful, get proactive, and help you to satisfy that part of you that feels the need to do something. I'm going to take on the mammoth task of sorting through my makeup and my skincare, which I've been meaning to do for ages and I've always found an excuse not to. I'm also going to iron all of my clothes and hang them up properly on hangers, and I'm going to do that while listening to Billie Holiday. And that might sound really simple, but the physical routine of the ironing and the music will be very soothing. Maybe think about, do you play an instrument that you've been pushing to one side? Do you draw or do you write or do you create podcasts at home like I do? Or do you love to bake and you haven't had the time to do it in ages? Do it now. 
a friend of mine also suggested that maybe we take a break from the coronavirus chat on WhatsApp and start a book club over Skype maybe once a week. And I think this is just a fantastic idea. You know, you want to be in, in conversation with your friends, you want to be kept in the loop, but maybe try and find things to talk about that take, gives you a break from the, the constant coronavirus chat. I think provided you're taking the necessary precautions, you can then reconsider this time of uncertainty as a time for new ideas and perhaps for creativity. Once we understand the anxiety and we're not trying to run away from it, we can then employ diversion tactics to keep our minds and even our hands busy and that is incredibly helpful for anxiety. So make your world a little bit smaller, a little less digital and remember this is not forever. Get familiar with your breath, whether you do simple inhalation exhalation exercises or you follow a guided meditation and know that it will be a skill that will always, always stand to you. Before we wrap up, let's do another deep breath. Inhale through the nose for a count of four. Hold for a count of four. Exhale through the mouth over a count of eight and rest at the bottom of the breath. I'll do that now myself. that as many times as you like and I promise you it'll make the world a difference. Be gentle with yourselves, do not berate yourself for the fact that you feel anxious about all of this and just take it one day at a time. Thank you for listening. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The easiest way to access Owning It Real Time is to head to the link in the episode description or episode details, whatever you call them, show notes. You will find the link in there at the top. You can sign up right away for Owning It Real Time and access a full library of 10 situation-specific audio guides that will help you own your anxiety even more than you've ever done before.